Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to episode two of the Jedi Sages podcast. We are back, raring to go. Yes, we are. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about The Bad Batch, because that had finally finished. Um, We've got some Mandalorian Season 3 predictions, slash theories, slash what do we want, and how do we want it. Uh, And then, obviously, we'll talk about some of the upcoming shows. So, to start it all off, Rob. Yes. What did you think of The Bad Batch? Do you know what? Haven't seen it. No. Oh, 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 I need... Hello. Um, Yeah, uh, no, uh, it, it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was it was very different. I'm gonna just move this down because it's right in my face. There we go. There there we go. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was very different. Mm-hmm. Um, it it had a different feel to, especially what we've been having recently with Mando and um, with um, like the, the last season of Clone Wars. It yeah. felt a little bit more like the old Star Trek episodes where you'd have things peppered in. Yeah. from episode to episode that would have greater significance later on. Mm-hmm. But generally, it was a more longer-feeling, serialised um, story where every, th- every episode had something different happening. It wasn't mm-hmm. didn't have that kind of the massive impact of the final season of Clone Wars, mm-hmm. nor did it have the kind of the, the, the scoping drama and, and high stakes, I suppose you could have. You could say until the end of the series. Yeah, yeah, and those last, um, stars, last two, three. So uh, I suppose it, some of it felt like not filler, but we're, we're so used to that thinking now, where the whole series is one long story. Yeah. Whereas actually, I think this this was it was a different tone, yeah, different it, it style, more, more of broken up almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was fascinating to see that. I mean, I've always loved that period of time in between episode three and four, uh, and I thought it was fascinating to see that kind of situation. Yeah, and that, that, that was that was one thing that I I latched onto straight away, and that was one thing that I I I'd written down as like one of the driving forces because obviously there was like between episode three and episode four, there's uh, what twenty twenty five year mm. gap between everything, um, and there, and there was. There was no real, well, unless there was like in like books and stuff, but like for the general audience, there was no real going, right, this is what happened. Mm. It went from this to this to this because I thought it was fascinating how from a, from a law standpoint, the transition from a democratic republic to a dictatorship empire filtering out an army that is just all clones into Absolutely. a more generalized civilian dr- driven like um, military organization and how that would work. How mm. it happened, yeah, absolutely. The, the controversies behind it, and yeah. then obviously what happened to the clones. I mean, at the end of the day, I, th- I think there's a lot of questions that are still open for discussion because we, we don't know what happened. Because obviously, there's probably like hundreds of thousands of clones probably still in service at the end of the war. Like, you know, what happens to them? Yeah. Do, do they have an expiry date or anything like that? I but, wonder whether there's going to be some kind of um, uprising or kind of pre-rebellion, proto-rebellion. Yeah, because again, um, they've got that they've got that gap to play with, haven't they? Yeah, and I, I have a feeling it's going to be something tragic, more tragic. Whereas you know, you see episode what, four, five, more, and more six. like like dark or I, I dark, think it, dark rather than tragic. I, or? I think it would be a, a kind of a dark, tragic reflection of what the rebellion could have been with clone help. In the, in, in the sense of we'll see a rebellion, but we'll see it fail. Ah, I oh, think from from the clones. Yeah, oh. I, I think maybe we'll see some kind of uprising. Um, but it'll go wrong. Mm. Now, is that in terms of a prediction of like a, I, I don't know what you would call it, a Bad Batch season two? 
It w- yeah, uh, it could be. I mean, they they have confirmed that there's going to be a season two. Oh, have they? They I have was, at I the very was. end. Um, I think it was at the end of the Clone. No, that was Loki that they did the reveal at the end. Uh, but there was a there was a teaser trailer. Was there that said you know Bad Batch will return? Yeah, the day before oh, the, the the Friday aired, there was a teaser trailer saying, "Oh yeah, oh. Look, more's coming." Okay, well that's good because that does open a lot of, a lot of options. What did yeah. you think about the animation of the show? Like I thought. Like the character details, the the quality. I thought it looked it looked really impressive. That first episode that I watched, I was sat there and I was like, "These look it, hella good." It was gorgeous. Yeah. I think it was true to the Clone Wars style, but the the detail of the locations, the lighting, I mm. think, was the most impressive thing. Where you had the the kind of the really dark darks, the highlights, the shadows. It was beautiful. Like yeah. the particle effects of smoke fantastic there was definitely an improvement from like the first couple of series of the original clone wars and even rebels to this absolutely and i think the other thing i noticed was that in rebels and clone wars you found that the environments because of budgetary reasons and and natural things the environments weren't heavily populated Mm. you could say they were sparsely populated um Whereas actually the, these environments, you, you had life. hundreds of stormtroopers yeah. in, in a backdrop, yeah. and I just felt it felt more full and, yeah. and very, you know, the the street scenes where they're walking through. Um, I can't remember the name of the, the planet. This is like epi- episode two, or, uh, t- three or four, mm-hmm. uh, the one with the 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 clone Cut the Queen. Yeah, 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 that's the one. Yeah, um, and, and just the fact that you know they had civilians walking yeah. by. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, and I think that was something that had been missing from Clone Wars because it was. It's a very empty show, and yeah. Rebels as well. It was all, yeah. you know, the same. It's almost copy and paste because you'd have clones with a slight unique design on armor, for example, and maybe like a different haircut, and then obviously same kind of battle droids. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the asset, asset very, wise, it was very like standardized after yeah. a while. Um, did you enjoy all the different personalities of, the, of Clone Force ninety nine? Do you know what I did? I thought they all had something about to, them. Yeah, to, to contribute. There was one, uh, and it's, you know, I'll talk about it now, but um, I did feel like Echo, who was the newest to the team, got a bit of a raw deal. He We didn't see much of Echo. Mm. He didn't have one of those moments. Like, Wrecker had his moment. Um, Tech had loads of hilarious moments. He mm. was just a comic relief. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Hunter and Omega had that brilliant development and relationship building. Mm. But I feel like Echo, who was the newest to the team, and so there could have been a lot there... Mm. Hasn't had that chance of, char- of character development. Yeah. Almost, I think he's kind of been there as the I'm the reg. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, it is a tricky one, isn't it? Because obviously, at the end of the day, he wasn't. What is it? Is it the terminology? They're not de- the deviant. Is it deviants? Uh, variant. Ver- no, no, that's, that's Loki. That's, uh, <laughs> um, defective. Or, 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 yeah, defective. Yeah, you know what? That he's, yeah. he's not of that ilk should we say he is he was just like a pow that then just got altered don't get me wrong his abilities like match along like you have hunter who's specifically designed for tracking hunting mm. you got wrecker for like increased strength crosshair for increased accuracy tech for increased intelligence and technically he would be um like echo would probably like he's almost the equivalent of a droid in the group because yeah. of his ability to access stuff and whatnot. I mean, they, they all had their their own quirks. Even obviously, we are going to be talking spoilers here. So if you haven't watched it, please go ahead and watch it because it is very good. So we will be talking spoilers from now on. Obviously, Crosshair turning into the antagonist, probably the main antagonist of the series. Yeah, I would say so. The, the underlying, the, apart from the, General Rampart. Rampart, that's the one. Yeah, general I mean, Evil. Yeah, I think. 
his personality was was incredible. And the way oh, I can't, D. Bradley Baker, D. Bradley Baker, the way he is able to convey like five different personalities, and they're significantly like Wrecker's dim-witted sounding voice to text very fast talk to crosshairs. Almost monotonal, yeah. but like very slightly very German. Down. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've got that. You've got that kind of. Do you know what I mean? He he sounds very yeah. different. Um, but yeah, I think it's fantastic. He if he doesn't win some kind of award, yeah, it would be I, it would be a crime, and he wouldn't it? Yeah, it, it really would be would. outrageous. But yeah, like we said earlier, like the time frame was brilliant. Like those, I think. What what do we think it was like this time frame? What like a few months? Should we say? Yeah, I, they say never they never give weeks, like a specific BBY. No. Um, so we we just have to go from approximations of like them shifting out, like emptying out to Poker City, getting rid of all that research, getting all the regs gone, swapping those out for then just the Imperial Troopers. It was episode, f- uh, uh, episode thirteen, I believe. Well, I believe it's War Mantle. Um, where they go to the training facility, and I don't know, like a little bit of an Easter egg. Did you spot? It was literally for like three seconds. It looked like Scorch. Yes, Delta, there was Delta yes. Four Two from yes. um, Clone Commando. Obviously, he didn't Republic have the, Commando. Republic Commando. Sorry, he didn't have the two Bacta tubes on his tank, but he had the same yellow and black color scheme. Yes, there were. That, a, that was pointed out. There was a lot of Easter eggs and, and, and a lot I lo- of nostalgia. I love the nods to Republic Commando. Um, I think at one point there were um, the helmet cams. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when he was being, when someone was injured, there was that noise that you mm. have when you're when the shields go down. Yeah, and stuff oh, like that was that was. Brilliant. It was really really good, and you know, as much as I'd love to have, you know, Delta. What was it? Six two? Was he he ch- the chief? No, who was it? So he had boss. Fixer, Scorch and Sev. Yeah. As much as it would be great to see some of those in there, I think this is the best we're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I love the the nods. Apparently there were some kind of um, musical um, hints to Republic Commander. I was trying to listen out, but to be honest, I couldn't hear anything. I need to go back on Spotify Mm. and listen to the... Yeah, I think um, I'll I'll, I'll give that a listen because I didn't know. I knew there was some of the music in that was great. Like I think the last two episodes, they had a lot of callbacks to episode two, Mm. um, especially because it was all like Camino focused oh the music when I went to Camino yeah it was was very good Um, what about favourite episodes was there any was there any standouts were there any ones that you were a bit like almost slept through that were a bit like "Mm." well so to be honest the ones that I've only watched them all once yeah in fairness same the ones that have stuck out to me are the finale I think because it was so emotional, we'd got those. Um, I was really invested with the characters, um, and so it, you know it meant a lot. Yeah. Even when the the little droid who'd been there since the, <laughs> since the Clone Wars yeah. series, the the lost episodes with um, was it fives? Yeah. Um, you know when he almost had his moment, I was I was gut-wrenched. yeah. I was a bit like, no, they can't do that. Uh, can and then they? when spoilers, Crosshair saved him. It was oh yeah. I was choked up. I was like yes. Yeah, it was a bit of a moment where you just like. Maybe there's hope. Maybe maybe there's just like, come on, just come back, come back. Yeah. And I think it's it's going to be one of those things where it takes time. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, apart from that, I think my other favourite episode was probably the first one because I loved yeah. the tie-in yeah. with Caleb Doom yeah, and Order 66. I don't know if um, Freddie Prince Jr. could pull off like a, a, a young child voice. Yeah, I think it, it was hard. It was, it was a bit hard. ropey, but it, I mean, in fairness, it, it fit it Yeah, well. absolutely. And I don't think it would have been right to have anyone else do it. Yeah, I think it was it was good for what you know what he could do. Yeah. Um, in terms of the ones that weren't so, hmm, 
Would you agree that it would maybe like the first, barring the finale, probably the first four or five, they were a bit... Yeah, it was miss. a bit slow. To, and yeah. again, I think it's because it was that serialised. We were so used to something significant happens in every episode yeah. for the overall story. Yeah. We're so used to something like that with Mando Season 2. Uh, I think that was that was what um, a lot of people had a problem with with Mando Season 1 as well, was that it was more like Adventure of the Week rather than this is an, o- a, a, an, a over, film an overarching story. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hate... I don't want to say hated... I didn't like the Baby Rancor one very much. I thought yeah. that was a bit like yuck, yuck humour. But like, I'm pretty sure that's the same Rancor that Luke kills in um, episode six because they have a mention to it because it's getting dropped off because Bib Fortuna picks it up. It's going to Java's Palace. Yeah, yeah I, have a, right. I, I have a funny feeling that was a little callback to that. It w- could well be. Yeah. Um, and I, don't, I can't remember, what's his name? Moochie or something like that? I, yeah. I can't, I don't. Can't say I specifically want to see, you know, Moochie, a Star Wars story. Um, (laughs) I don't need it. I don't want it. Um, But I I felt that one was very... The tone almost shifted to very early Clone Wars, kind of almost slapstick. There were were a few like that. But I suppose, you know, it is for kids. And I'm a, you know, almost 30-year-old man. So, you know, I can't... All of it can't be totally for me. This is the problem. I felt like there was a lot of good fan service and a lot of good nostalgia. Mm -hmm. But... In my opinion, there were some episodes that relied too much on that for the focus of the episode, mm. if that makes sense. So, like yeah. for example, episode two or three, where they was it cut cut cut, cut Laquane? Yeah, and like that's a callback to it, to that character from the Clone Wars, but the story in the episode wasn't that good. Like mm. in my opinion, there was a couple of them like that. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I think that personally, for me, the last four were probably the best because they didn't have that necessity to call back on that nostalgia so yeah it was you had infested which was the spice um like pickup that goes wrong Mm. that was good i enjoyed that episode because obviously it was a little bit creepy because you had those like gigantic insects and stuff like that and it it had very limited nostalgic callback i mean we had a deveronian character that was about it Mm. um yeah i thought that that was quite nice it had roots in some sci-fi like it was very that was the kind of temple of doom yeah um, yeah. one yes see that one had faded away in my mind I couldn't remember that so one so maybe because of the lack of like for some people it, it's the lack of nostalgia yeah, doesn't make also, it stand in the mind I think it was one of those episodes where the end of the movie every or th- movie at the end of the episode everyone was back to where they were at the beginning I didn't really feel like there was an awful lot of progression uh, for the characters fair enough or the story mm. I feel like Hey, we've gone backwards and now we've gone forwards again. Yeah. We're, we're back yeah. to where it we were at the beginning. An, just an episode. Yeah. Now, obviously, things I might be wrong, but things that you know, people that they meet or, or you know, characters might pay off later on. Yeah. And that's absolutely fine. But in the moment, I felt like that one was a bit of a meh episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Nah. I mean, I, like I said, I enjoyed it because mm. it didn't have that. It was a standalone. It was a story on itself that didn't have to rely on like a little bit of another character from before or an event yeah. from somewhere else. Um, and obviously we had War Mantle, War Mantle as well, which was episode uh, 13, which we were talking about, which is obviously the training centre that they discover. And I thought For that the was, TK Troopers? Yes. Yes. And do you know what? I had to do a little Google because I was like, does TK stand for something? I was Googling it, Googling it, trying to be like, what does TK stand for? And it, it doesn't stand for anything. I mm. thought it was an, an acronym for something, but it's literally... Like just, HK being Hunter Killer. Yeah, but it or like um, a CT number, or something, Clone Trooper. But mm. obviously the TK number was literally just the chain code identification number that they started using. It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't have any acronym. So I was a bit like, well, 
<laughs> that ruined that for me. So, um, well, f- fun fact, I believe. Now, I'm not sure if this is right, but one of the planets that they go on, whether it's the training planet or the planet at the end, one of them, I, th- I, th- I think it's the planet at the end, the cloning one, the, that planet is called something that um, is in one of the Heir to the Empire books. It's it's um, is that, a, is that the, Are you talking about the planet where Omega gets captured? That was almost like no, a Camino I, I think in it's, Scar in the I, sky. I think it's the I think it's the planet where they go to at the very very end, the last scene of the the series, where they go from um, where they take the Kaminoan scientist. Oh yes, yes. And um, we see that Imperial officer. Yes, who's got the same badge and dressed like the guy from I, the Mandalorian. I was thinking that in my head, and I wasn't sure. I I didn't know if there was a tie in between that who that character was because I don't think we did. We get a name. I can't remember if Namasu said anything. What the the the. That, that the Kaminoan person or the Imperial? The Imperial person. No, I don't think it was just I a random think, person, yeah. but it was definitely the same that, uniform that cloning, yeah. and the same patch as the cloning person yeah. in I thought it was. If anything, I, w- I was hoping that they were going to have that scientist guy from Mando season one to be like stood there with him. Well, but don't I think that, that would be a bit too... He'd be like a teenager, if oh, yeah, not younger, because yeah. there's like oh, a yeah. lot of time in between. Um, I think... Yeah, like 30 plus years, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough, yeah. But then that's just the showing that it shows the the division of within the empire of what that yeah. is. Because it was also nice to see what happened to you know the prime minister of Camino, obviously killed. Yeah. Tom well, Wee. was he killed? You see, was he killed? They closed the doors ominously. But yeah, was he killed? I think that's just leaving it for interpretation. Is he going to become some kind of template for Snoke? <gasps> Theories galore. Oh, absolutely. What What did you think about seeing Cad Bane again? Fennec Shan. I have a feeling they are setting, reminding us who Fennec Shand and Cad Bane are, ready for Boba Fett. Or do you reckon he's going to be in Boba I Fett? Ha- I have a feeling. Either they're going to appear in season Bad Batch season two, where we might see more of a young Boba Fett, yeah. or I would love to see him in live action. Yeah. I think that would be really And do you know what would be really cool. nice? Because I think, I'd, I'd say this for the Mandalorian stuff, like they're, they're very good with their practical effects. So mm. like, like um, the end of season two, there was Gamorians that had like a full on. They weren't CGI. Oh, they looked, the, yeah, I know they they looked a bit ropey. And I'm pretty sure that in in the early episodes of season one, no, sorry, it was season two. Sorry, the Trandoshans that um, ambushed uh, yeah, did. They they, they bit, looked a bit. They looked a bit strange. A bit ropey. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it would be interesting to see what happens. So now that you've said that there is going to be a bad batch season two, because mm. I was. I was under the impression it was just going to be like a one-off. A no, one-off no, thing. no, definitely a season two announced. So that's so again that opens up a lot of possibilities because obviously there's unanswered questions of like what hap- what actually happens to the squad. Yeah. Does Omega play a part? Does can Omega play a part down the line in something like a Mandalorian season three? You know how how does this affect the Star Wars universe? So well, that's the thing, and I think I'm just trying to Google that cloning planet. Um, because it was so important, it was su- such an Easter egg. I'm not going to be able to find it now. Um, but the, the 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 planet that they they that the the scientist is yeah. on um, is actually from the Heir to the Empire trilogy stories, oh, really? um, which has Thrawn in it. Yeah. And it's all about Thrawn being the big bad, mm. um, and you know it was a cloning facility. They cloned a Jedi. They cloned Luke. I mean, they went a bit off off the rails and you called a cloak uh, you called the clone had an extra U in his name so instead of Jorus it was Jorus oh instead yeah of Luke, and it was add, Luke yeah and they keep, kept on adding yeah, yeah um, very, very weird so and it was um, 
and I'm just trying to find it now. But I'm wondering if they're really building up to um, some kind of thing about Palpatine. Yeah, potentially. So I wonder if there's going to be any more cloning threads through the Bad Batch Mm. Season 2 that will impact our understanding of eventually Palpatine's return. But also linking with Grogu and why does Moff Gideon in The Mandalorian want Grogu? Mm. This is is true. Um, But no, other than that, I believe last time I checked it's... um, the Bad Batch is sitting on, I think, IMDb rating of like about 8.1 out of well, 10, which is pretty good. Yeah. Right, so, uh, guys, if you haven't watched it already, go go give it a watch. If you do like Star Wars and you do like a little bit of action, it's, it's, it is it's something to watch. It is a very good, very the, good animated show. The name of the planet was, well, the name of the facility was Mount Tantis, uh, and the planet is called Wayland. Wayland. Obviously, I think probably uh, pinched oh. slightly from Wayland yutani there. Mm. Why? From the alien... Series? Yeah, no, just that that planet does sound familiar. I don't know if we've seen it before, maybe. I why don't do think I, we why have. Do, why do, I don't know. Why do I get a vibe that we do? Why, that does sound familiar. Like what, a planet it, Wayland. It, yeah. They in, might even have mentioned it in the episode. Yeah. I don't know, just sparks are now yeah. going. Um, but no, overall, I mean, like I said, we ha- like in my opinion, I felt like some episodes, they overly relied on that nostalgia and the callback. But overall, it was a good show. Uh, like I said, like characters in it were were really good. Like, Absolutely, they were they were brilliant, um, and and yeah, it's 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 something to look forward to. It's one of these positive ones where you're just like, okay, this is this is what they can do. Hmm. Let's get more. Uh, and I think for me, you know, when when Disney announced the whole list of things, it was yeah. like, oh, Kenobi, yes, can't wait. Mandalorian season three, yes. Bad Batch, yeah, yeah, all right, that's fine. Yeah, but it, actually, it was very, very underlooked. And I think this has been kind of a bonus. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's not detracted anything. It's not. Uh, it's it's been quite. It's been a nice, enjoyable, extra little thing that I wasn't expecting we were going to get. Yeah. And I think, I mean, let's call it what it is. It's, it's Clone Wars season what seven, eight, nine, something yeah. like that. Seven point two. Yeah. So it's it's a continuation of that universe that we love. We're seeing the universe change through their eyes. I think it was fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Right. Let's move on now to our Mandalorian season three. Um, predictions slash what we want to see. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, again, spoilers if you haven't watched Mandalorian season two. It ended with a great introduction of Luke in a deep fake man. Absolutely. Which, if you haven't seen today at eight a.m. in the UK, probably twelve, you know, midnight in the in the US, um, there was a brilliant Disney Gallery episode dropped all about that finale. Yes, I think I saw um, that on, was, on the old YouTube. Oh, it's fantastic watching how they did that. It was brilliant. Yeah. I, 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 to be honest with you, I didn't realise it was actually Mark Hamill stood there. Well, I think what they did is they probably had Mark Hamill stand there, film it. Uh, I don't think they used much of the footage of Mark Hamill. <laughs> um, because, you know, he's an elderly guy now. Yeah. Um, and you can just tell the physicality of the two. It's slightly different. It's different. And I think, don't get me wrong. Would I love to have? Which day would I rather have been there? The day when Mark Hamill was yeah, shooting definitely. it. Definitely, um, and it probably gave the character, the, the actor who then did play A Luke lot Skywalker, the physicalness. I yeah. think he was able to learn from Mark Hamill. They were both there on set, um, and I think it, it's just lovely that they could do that and have yeah. them both there because, you know, eventually, I th- I think is technology heading to a way where like we can. We've already seen a Peter Cushing reincarnated almost. I we're, think it's we're, we're gonna we're, we see we've seen a Luke. They they talk about it in 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 the documentary. I think well, we're getting there. We're getting there to the point where, you know, you won't be able to tell. No, 
And I, I, and I think... And unfortunately, that does open a lot of doors in terms of like, right, maybe we redo something or we can ex- go down this alley. Yeah. I mean, personally, I think we're, we're probably going to see in the future some kind of Adventures of Luke Skywalker That will all just be a deep fake. I, I think I would rather have someone new play it. Sebastian Stan. I think. Just I make think, it happen. Just I make think. It happen. Do what they did with the young Indiana Jones things, which was before my time. Mm. But it, it was Harrison Ford was there, I believe, the very first episode, and it was like it introduced the flashback, oh. and like the whole thing was then stories that he told. Yeah. I. It would be lovely if you could have old old Mark Hamill. Um, telling stories telling a story and then seeing it through the eye of like someone who looks somewhat different yeah like, and just get Sebastian Stan to yeah. play <laughs> have you yeah. seen that have I, did I ever show you that it's, picture yeah I that mean uncanny uncanny there's a picture of episode 5 Luke um, and it's literally they've just slapped on same hair and done a little bit of alteration with makeup mm. and literally they look identical very very similar um, right so obviously yes going back to season 2 obviously it ends with Grogu and Luke disappearing so yes. here's my question to you would you like to see Grogu back in or in my opinion I think it would be like right those two seasons we did have a big focus on him and on, and their journey together would it be nice now to focus on Din Djarin and maybe do we head towards a retaking of Mandalore kind of vibe, or I th- yeah, something I think along those kinds of part, like those kinds of lines. I think we're definitely heading that way. I think it's tricky because we're going to want to know what happened, what Grogu's up yeah. to, which is where I think we're probably going to have an Adventures of Luke Skywalker and Grogu series. Yeah, um, animated or live action? Would you like to? Mm. That's tricky. Yeah, that is tricky because. Part of me, I, I would like to see live action because I, that puppet is just so adorable. <laughs> yeah, the people, um, the people liked it. Beyond, I think we've had belief. a lot of animated. Yeah, we've had a lot of animated stuff. I'd like to see a bit more live action stuff. Mm. Okay. Um, because I'm not fussed about whether it's Mark Hamill. It doesn't yeah. have to be him. Um, you just want to have Luke. I'd like. I want the character of Luke. Yeah. Okay. And just yeah. to see what he's. And also, I think the the more we have that, the more we can get that kind of. That journey between where he is at that point, where he's you know just kicked the butts of all of those robots, uh, droids. Um, dark, were they, were they were were they confirmed to be dark troopers? They they were the the latest evolution of the dark troopers. Dark troop, they started yeah. off with people people in suits, but yeah, then they yeah, got rid of them. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to need to see that that journey of how how did this Luke end up as last Jedi Luke? Yeah. Because I think that's where they're going to need to go. Yeah. As much as they need to fix the Palpatine stuff and say, hey, this is how he came back, we've, we'd have put some thought into it. I do think they're going to need to show how Return of the Jedi Luke ends up as Last Jedi Luke. Because I do think that, I think it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a journey. Yeah. Uh, and I do think it needs to be told. Because I, I can accept that journey. Yeah. I know others can. But I think for some people, they're going to need to see that journey. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, for now... That's going to be a totally different show. <laughs> we need to be thinking about is that, yes. that's probably not going to so be happening I, uh, in the, which in the is, Mandalorian. Which is my point. Which is I, I don't know whether we're going to see Grogu. Okay. Um, Sorry, I was trying to steer it back. Yes, no. And I, I, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going off. Then I was like, no, get it back. Get it no, back. it was <laughs> it was all about. I, yeah. I don't think you're going to have Grogu coming back because I don't think they're, they're ready to do that kind okay. of Luke Skywalker Grogu Jedi based show. So yet. now now it's back onto Pedro Pascal's. So, yeah, I think it's going to be Pedro. It's going to be Moff Gideon. It's going to be Battle of the Dark Saber. Um, Do we think more um, Bo-Katan? 
Yes, I think it's going to be. She's probably going to be the main foil. Yeah. I think Moff Gideon will be fueling things. Now, do but... you think Moff Gideon will be the main uh, main antagonist, or are you like me doing this? I'm hoping there's going to be a Thrawn. I'm hoping. Well, we know Thrawn is confirmed. No, not confirmed. There's heavy speculation, I believe, that the actor who voiced him, um, who is um, the other uh, Mickelson, you got Mads Mickelson, oh, and then yeah. Lars Mickelson, yeah. I believe his name is. He did the voice. He's there. Have been heavy reports that he has been cast oh, really? as as Thrawn, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, uh, for the Ahsoka series. Ah. Oh. And so I, th- <laughs> I think we're going to get Thrawn in the Ahsoka series. I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's impossible. I think yeah. what they might end up doing is, I don't know whether Rangers of the New Republic is still happening, um, but I wonder whether Boba Fett, uh, Mandalorian, and Ahsoka will all lead Time. up to, Maybe to a big CW crossover. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, or like a film. Yeah, or, or some kind of event mm. where I think Thrawn is going to be okay. the main villain. Um, but for the moment, I think it's going to be. Almost civil conflict. I think Mandalorian is going to be the, the the battle for the soul of Mandalore. Okay, I think so it's th- going to be. We think that it's going to go down that line. Um, yeah. Do we think anyone from Bad Batch, or because obviously now these days there are so many uh, resources that they can call mm. upon. So obviously we've had the Bad Batch. Um, obviously the time frame might be a little bit different, but Omega could be a thirty. Like what could be a forty year old woman by that point? She depending, could be. would we get Tamara Morrison to play her as well? don't think that would quite work Um, but along those like you know she would be like a a 40 40 year old woman depending on like how altered her genetics are Um, so there's that character that they can call upon there is technically the clone force I mean they would be bloody old because in Rebels like what Rex was like old yeah Rex Rex, Rex Gregor and pushing it yeah Um, I I don't. I think this is going to be a more Mandalorian do you based. Think, do you not think they're going to they're going to pull in any of those strings? Almost. No, I don't think they. I do don't not. think they will. Ooh. I think they're going to focus more on Mandalorian. I think we might see a bit of history about Maul, because I'm just I'm just trying to get it right in my head. In in Rebels, he was killed. Rebels took place before Rogue One. So yes, he will be dead. Yeah, so I had to just get that right yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, he's he's dead. Uh, but I wonder whether we'll hear something about kind of maul the situation with maul because yeah. um, we got the syndicate as well because when i was re-watching yeah. um the last season of the clone wars obviously there's that scene where he's on hologram and there was two other three other crime bosses uh, obviously we know dryden voss dryden voss from solo but there was two others i think they're alien well we one had... of them was alien another one was moderately humanoid i can't remember if yes it was there was oh what was his name oh it was the black sun um, oh was it yeah, I can't remember what species they are, but it's oh, yeah. is it Nikto or Weequay? Might be, might be, yeah. Well, I think it's Weequay. Yeah. I might be wrong, but it's, it's the Black Sun no. Syndicate. Uh, that's from the video game that they did, or, or the story that Empire of the not Empire of the Sun. That was Sun. on Forces of Corruption, I think. Yes, it was. It was that yeah. that group that of people. Group, yeah. Um, I think they were led by Prince Zizor, weren't they? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, but either I, way, I they, they've got a lot of resources to call upon. Yes. I mean, Admiral Rampart could be a. It could be. A, uh, I feel like because he was so heavily focused. I mean, again, that could be linking into I mean, Bad Batch season two. I think he's probably going to be more Bad Batch season yeah. two. I'd really want to see more Moff Gideon. Yeah. I want to see more Imperial Remnant. Hmm. I want to see because at the moment we only saw him 
Moff Gideon in charge of a squad. It was a, a squad. A, it was one of those tiny and ships. Only, right? And it was only on an Arquintus. It wasn't even on. Yeah, he wasn't on a Star yeah. Destroyer. He was on a little no fleet. Yeah, it was just one frigate. ship. I, I'd like to see a bit more of where does he fit in yeah. into the, the, the Imperial Remnant as a whole. It'd be quite funny if that was the last bit of the Imperial Remnant. Just that one ship. Wow. That well, would be hilarious. Uh, because I, this is the, well, another thing that I'm I'm curious about in terms of the prediction slash what I would like to see. Are we going to start to see inklings of the First Order? Well, yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, I wonder whether... It's tricky because I think... I'm I'm going to refer to the other shows at the minute. Like Ahsoka's going to be dealing with the Imperials that were went with Ezra and Thrawn to a different part of the galaxy. So that's one Imperial remnant. But then you've also got the Imperial remnant that is actually yeah. there. You know, we're, we're the the Battlefront Two yeah. Imperial remnant yeah. with um, you know Operation Cinder and things like that. So pre Battle of Jakku, because obviously in in law, I believe in aftermath, was that not the last turning point? Because obviously they used. When was the Battle of Jakku? I can't remember. Uh, well, this is what I mean. Like again, yeah. they could link it up because obviously we've had Battlefront Two, which, I, I, to my knowledge, is canon. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously there is that Battle of Jakku, which, if if my memory serves me correct, if we link in Star Wars Squadron as well, that's where they first get the Starhawk, which is a like Rebel Alliance equivalent of a like a super star destroyer mm. in terms of its strength and like it's it's got a like a so I want to say gravity cannon, but I think it's like a gravity <laughs> tractor beams. Giant space laser. <laughs> yeah. And I think in, I, th- I think it's Aftermath. I haven't read it because obviously I'm not very literate in the, these things. I don't do words. Yeah, I do pictures. <laughs> um, in in that, I believe that is, that ship is used to take down one of the last Super Star yeah, Destroyers. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. And I think th- time-wise, there's a chance we might see Janina... Janina Javanka, I can't remember what her name is. Janina Ivanka, the um, actual. Oh, uh, uh, Iden Versio. Iden Versio, thank you. Um, As like a, a child, depending on the time. No, frame. no, no, oh, no, no. She, no, could no, be an adult, she, she was she was an adult at the time of Return of the Jedi. Oh yes. Um, and obviously in the game, spoiler, she dies by the hand of like, in the First Order era. Kylo Ren is an adult yeah, she, at this point. No. Yeah. yeah, she does. Really? What is that in the book? It's not in the game. Yes, it is. No, it's not. The the the, the resurrection. Dad- you know, the dad dies, not her. I'm sure she dies. No, it's it's the geezer, ge- the geezer um, who met Luke. He dies. Yeah, on the yeah. Ship. The, the dad dies, but then I'm sure Iden Versio dies no. on the on the um, dreadnought. No, I don't think anything gets. Because they board the ship, and I'm sure. No. I'll have to replay. Yeah, ha- ha- yeah. Have a look. I'll double check as well. But I don't think because I think that the only cutscenes I've seen was of I'm that. I'm going to Google it now because I don't like being wrong. <laughs> Stubborn brothers. Iden Versio death. <laughs> Just googling it. Now. My keyboard isn't working. <laughs> it's a sign. Um, I mean, look. At the end of the day, I am looking forward to seeing how they expand Din Djarin as a character and his story. Yes, um, and I think it will be good to then bring in, depending on what they're going to do with, with with the Rangers of the New Republic. It is going to be interesting to see more of the state of the galaxy. Yes, this is true. Uh, um, I wonder, are we going to get Republic forces? Are we going to see Wedge Antilles? Um, well, he was in Squadrons, which is... He was. He was I was in very impressed by that. So and that, he was in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So, he's, you know, good old guy's making a making a comeback. Yeah. Uh, I just want to point out Iden Versio died in her daughter's arms as the retribution came out of hyperspace into the Battle of Starkiller Base. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was that in the game? In I the game. The Resurrection. DLC. Um, yeah. Oh, so maybe that cut scene where the geezer dies. 
Maybe that's just the that end of the, game. That was at the end of the normal gameplay. Ah, the blimey. First well, maybe, maybe then that might, I didn't. I never played the Resident. Blimey. Yeah. But I think that that kind of dynamic, someone like that, might be yeah. good to bring in. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I'm really looking forward to. it. I think it's going to be a really good chance to get more history of the Mandalorians. Yeah, this is um, true. You know, why do some Mandalorians? Why can they take their helmets off? Why can some people not take their helmets yeah. off? You know. Well, that was that was the big thing when, um, obviously, when you had the three groups meet, you had Boba, mm. and you had Din, and then you had Bo-Katan and her guys. Like, well, each of those three people had their own set philosophies about Mandalorian culture, and and ironically, one of them wasn't a Mandalorian. Yeah. Because uh, have they have they made it canon now that the armor. The armor is Mandalorian, but Jango Fett wasn't a Mandalorian. He was a foundling. He was a foundling. That's right. They yeah. they did that. Yes. Yeah. Which I quite liked. I liked yeah. that. Which are which that that in in layman's terms they are basically adopted Mandalorians. They're not they're not of the of the bloodline of Mandalore mm. or anything like that. They are simply just other Mandalorians found them and they adopted them into the the creed, as it were. Um, but no, I mean one thing I'm ne- I'm a bit nervous for. I don't want. <laughs> We've had two seasons now. I'm hoping that writing is going to be up to a point where episodes aren't going to be slow. So obviously we've had we had a couple of I don't want to say stinkers because that's a bit harsh, but there were a couple of episodes like the one you know the one in the swamp in season one. Um, what do you mean with the um, the at st the 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 yeah, the T the T Rex? Yeah, yeah, I was a bit that was a bit meh. Do you know what? that wasn't the worst one? I thought. Um, I didn't like the prison one. Really, I really enjoyed that one. I I didn't like it. I thought. Some of the acting, especially for the lead Twi'lek male and the Twi'lek female, oh, I he, thought he was, was a Dever- bit... He was a Deveronian, get it right? No, no, no. The, no the, oh, the, yeah, the yeah, prison, yeah, the, the brother, prison. yeah, yeah. I know the difference between a Twi'lek and a Deveronian, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, no, because the Deveronian yeah. was played by... Um, Tim, is it Curry? So? No, no, not Tim Curry. Oh, I forgot his name. He was in Star Trek la, Enterprise. La, 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 la. <laughs> Why do I want to say it begins with L? Um, Lance something? No, no, was it Lance? Lance... <laughs> Lads, what kind of a name is Lads? Dwayne. <laughs> um, oh, it's gonna bug me now. Oh, Google it. Just Google it. I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, Google it. Because he, he's a massive character yeah. actor. He was also the voice, voice of Lex actor, Luthor yeah, uh, in the animated show. I'm hoping it will come to me, but it's not voice of Lex Luthor. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm hoping that, like, basically, what I want from this season is, and what I'm scared is for, they need to. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. I knew it had an L in it. Okay, La- it did. Lance, Clance, you know. Lance. Um, basically, I've written here the ante needs to be upped. So obviously, we've had the introduction. Season two is going on this, mate. They need to keep going in this traje- traje- trajectory. They need to keep going in this direction because you know, think with a TV show, you need things to get better. Yes, but I think they also have to reach a point where you can maintain it because what you can't always have is you can't always have a show up here because otherwise by the end by the end couple of you're not going to have a very good life like a longevity of your show. It's got to be able to taper, get more exciting nah. and then taper, get more exciting because I think otherwise it, yeah, but then if you're constantly aiming high, you're going to burn out quite quickly. Yeah, but then the thing is this this I don't think that this TV show will be more than like four series. I can't, I can't see them doing it because, like, yeah, I mean, they might try and go for a little bit longer, but I, I don't see it. Uh, maybe five or six at the most. I suppose it all depends on the story that they're trying to yeah. tell, doesn't it? Like, what happens? Uh, how long is this going to be a battle for Mandalore? Yeah, it might be that 
you know it's all about sorting out leadership first or, yeah. or sorting out the factions and then you know the, the if the, even if they win mandalore at the end of season three season four could be mandalore versus the empire um yeah do you know what I mean? There could be a lot of history about, you know, the Imperials burned Mandalore. They yeah. they destroyed Blast it. it. Um, you know, can we are we going to learn more about that? So there's a lot of stuff that could be put in there and peppered in throughout that would actually mean that you might only just arrive at Mandalore's gates at the end of season at the end three. Of season three. Um, but you've still gone on a journey and an exciting journey yeah. on that way. It's a tricky one, um, and obviously they have got so many options and so many resources that they can call upon. I don't want them to like neglect it. Like they mm. have, like there is so much canon. What there's so many legends materials that they could call upon. Like characters, Carl Katarn hasn't been utilized mm. at all once. Um, there's, you know, stories that they can go down that like, you know, they haven't even touched. They could utilize some old Republic law, for example. Like you know what I mean? They have got stuff that I don't. I don't want them to because I know John Favreau and Dave Filoni in terms of what they're like. St- like as Star Wars fans, mm. deep down, you know what I mean? They care about it. So I, I would like to think that they would draw upon that for inspiration for things. Do you not think though that at some point they need to start making their own canon and actually taking their stories? They've they've built heavily on canon. You know, you've got the likes of I don't know, Kanan is really. Um, Ram Kota let's be fair yeah. do you know what I mean so they've built up a lot based on existing canon mm. I think it's time for them to start making their own and, yeah, and like uh, you've not if you not think of, yeah, but then if, back. if you think about like the Star Wars trilogies and the opportunities to create new canon like realistically there isn't there isn't that many like we've got the gap between episode 3 and episode 4 that that twenty year period, you got that. Then you've the only other gap that you can see is between six and seven. Like, how which is much a thirty year gap. So there's plenty. I, yeah, I mean, you can I be guess that, but like within reason, there's only so much you can do. Whereas when you're utilizing what you what you've already got in both it, past, present, and future, I think it has to make sense in the context of the galaxy at the time. You're not going to start throwing in the first order too early. Yeah, and have Snoke walking around in his little gold robe too early yeah um i think it's got you're right it's got to fit within the context of the galaxy at the time but if you think about mandalore as a corner of a galaxy there's so much else to explore in that time as well that they Mm. shouldn't be tied up too much i don't think Mm. Uh, i think they can really explore yes that i mean obviously the mandalorians have a history steeped in canon Mm. so there's there's plenty of things that they can draw on but i think you know the story going forward and what happens then. I think they can make their own, hmm. you know, make their forge their own path and not not necessarily worry because I think eventually we're going to run out of canon material, yeah. run out of history to, to call to, upon to canonize. Yeah, and I think it's important that we don't just look back, but also start telling good stories of our own. Oh, look at that! Very philosophical. Oh, I try, I try. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. I suppose once you think about post episode nine. You've got to make your own stuff up, haven't you? Absolutely. Like, and, and I think there's nothing to call back upon because you've now got to start going forward instead of. And going in some back. ways, I think that was the big failing of the sequel trilogy: is that there wasn't there was too much calling back and not enough making their own and futures. Not enough making their own futures. George Lucas, when he wrote his stories or treatments for Seven, Eight, and Nine. You know, yes, it, it. You know, there was things linked back to Vader and things like that, but mm. it was Luke forging his own path and and doing his own thing. It wasn't 
we built another Death Star. Yeah. We've got to destroy it again. Oh, Palpatine's back. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, Palpatine did, did come back, but it was different. And, it, yeah. you know, Luke fell to the dark side to try and defeat the Emperor. It's, you know, it's... Well, either yeah. way, we have got... So I believe the release date for Mandalorian Season 2 is early 2022. So we're currently recording this in end of August. Yeah, 2021. So we we have only got a few months to go, potentially. And I believe Boba Fett starts Christmas. Am I right in that? I don't know. I think I had that written down somewhere. I think the Book of Boba Fett might start at the very end of the year, but then opens 2022. And then I think a bit later we then have... I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, so the first episode of Boba's, Bo- the book of Boba is supposedly meant to be December 25th. Oh, that should be a good, should be a good day. With Spider-Man not coming out too much earlier than gonna that? I was going to say, that's going to be quite an interesting one. But then, obviously, this is not going to be in the cinemas compared to... No. But it, it has been a tradition for the past, like, seven or so years to mm. have Star Wars at Christmas. Yeah. It, was, it was a thing ranging from, like, what? Was it Rogue One was the first one that came out at Christmas time? Force Awakens. Was it Force Awakens? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was only Solo that broke the tradition and went in June or May. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. But no, um, yeah, so we've obviously got the Book of Boba. Right, so obviously I've pulled up the lovely list of shows. Where has yes. it gone? Um, obviously they that at that um, Lucasfilm Expo, they obviously released a lot. They did. So, obviously, the current list as it stands, we've got Mandalorian Season 3. We've got Rangers... Of, but this is in no particular order in terms of release date or anything like that. It's just me simply reading off the list. Um, we've got Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka, Andor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. We've had the Bad Batch, Visions, and mm. the trailer for that dropped a couple of days ago. And it looked, it looked interesting. We can talk about that in a second. Uh, Lando, uh, The Acolyte, uh, a droid story, and then of course Rogue Squadron. Now, out of those ones, obviously, I could probably make a bold prediction of saying you're probably most excited for Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that one's probably the one you're most looking forward to. Um, for me personally, I probably have to agree with you. That one would probably going to have the most lore. It's probably going to have the most character interaction because obviously we're going to have you uh, and McGregor back. Yes. Um, Ahsoka and Andor. Also, are ones that I'm excited about because I I really enjoyed Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. Yes, uh, so, yeah, she did a really good job. So I'm looking forward to see where they go with that. Obviously, again, I really liked Rogue One, so Cassian Andor was a big part of that, and I'm looking forward to seeing what that's like. That's probably going to be more focused Civil War era. Definitely, I'm hoping maybe like Cold War tactics, guerrilla tactics, fighting stuff like that. Basically, I mean, as little Jedi stuff as possible. Real gritty. Like yeah, boots and I, in the mud and I think kind of stuff. I think yeah, definitely we've got a range of tones here, haven't we? Yes, uh, and I think you know I I think I'm most looking forward to Obi Wan. Yeah, purely because I think you and McGregor was the best thing about yeah. the prequels. I love the character of Obi Wan. I want to know the torment that he goes through. We're quite sadistic, really. Um, also, I feel it will be a chance for Hayden Christensen to redeem himself. Not that he himself needs to redeem no. himself because I feel like he was let down by the right yeah i was gonna say because i like from what i've seen he he adores star wars Absolutely. Like, I, I think i saw a clip on twitter he was um at a football ground and someone just shouted out made a force with you and he loved it he had a massive smile on his face because he know because deep down you know what star wars means to him yeah and to other thousands and, and of millions think- of people actually at the end of the day you think back on anakin skywalker in the prequels and you hate him don't you 
I think that's down to Hayden. He did a he did yeah. a reasonable job of portraying that kind of annoyingly teenage person. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I I can't wait. Now I know he's going to be in the suit for most of it. I'm a bit dubious about the suit and the portrayal of Vader. Mm. I hope we see more of. Do you reckon it'll be James Earl Jones' voice? Do you know what? If they're gonna not do it, I think this would be the one to do not do it. In. Do you reckon his voice would like his voice has changed I think beyond you can it? Tell like in Rogue One, it was. I mean, quite... don't get me wrong. I'd I'd still hear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you could tell that it's aged. But I think if you're going to introduce it, something like this would be probably the best time to do it. Unless, of course, you think after the show we're not going to use Vader again, so we can probably potentially. Just use I mean, else. if if you look at the the lineup, the only one I could think him being in would be Ahsoka. He wouldn't be in Ahsoka because he's dead think? by that point. Oh, what time frame is that one? Ahsoka's taking place at the same time as Bo- Book of Boba and oh, okay. Mando season so, three. Oh, okay, okay. Well, um, that le- that leaves very little options. I mean, the only it, one would be Andor. Do you not think maybe the Acolyte? I don't know if that what time frame that, that is happening before Phantom Menace. I think it's about oh, fifty it? years before Phantom oh, okay. Menace, okay. the okay. end of the High Republic era. See, it's a good thing you because I done. I just copied and pasted a few links. So we've got the brains. Here. I didn't even look at the links. No, that's fine. <laughs> 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 I moved already. Um, <laughs> Uh, did you watch the trailer for Visions? Yes, I thought it was fantastic. Did you? Did you like the thing? Is like I haven't been the Clone Wars animation versus anime mm. is slightly different. Oh, like it's, it's you know different tone. Night. Yeah, um, I yeah I think I love the anime style. Yeah, I'm not massively into anime. No, no, no same. I, so that's but why I, I'm like, I like. You know, I've I've appreciated the more Western animes like. Um, Oh, I don't know. Uh, there was that um, Dota Dragon's Blood. I liked. Uh, there are a couple of other animes on Netflix that I liked. Yeah. Um, and they're all escaping me now. No. But um, this style, but it, I think, will be really different. From my interpretation from the trailer, it, like each episode would be a different style. Like yes, there was black and, and white. None there of it was... counts, which is brilliant. What do you mean? None of it's canon. Is it not? From what I believe, none of it is canon, ah, which I think okay. will breathe fresh air. I think so. It's allowing people to express yeah, a Star Wars. I think there's no consequences. Yeah. I, and I know we were talking about what if, Marvel's what if, earlier mm. on before we started filming. There's this, been a lot of backlash. There's been a lot of backlash to Marvel's what if because you are um, changing characters. Hmm. I say backlash. I don't know. I've just heard a couple of people, yeah, yeah, yeah. angry people on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but... There's been changing of characters, portrayal of characters, retconning almost that some people don't, don't like. Yeah. Not because of how, not because of what they've done, but because of the way they've gone about doing it and mm. not putting sufficient thought into the stories behind it. Whereas actually, I think you can't really be grumpy because no one's, you know, it's not a story about Ray, it's not a story about Luke, it's, it's not just, a story it's about just Padme, stories. it's not even about Gonk Droid Number Three. It's just about different people who we've had no this is truly new stories yeah um because i mean there was one clip where <laughs> gaze's lightsaber just pulled out and he had like a about seven different the umbrella saber. yeah literally yeah. i was just like wow this is different thought, this is a brilliant way much like the dc have done this they're do you know what different universes for some of our films i think this is what's needed just a one-off let's have some good stories yeah because i think people are almost too attached. <laughs> people need to learn the story of the prequels, which is about attachment and letting go. Uh, I think people are almost too attached to some of the characters in, in existing Star Wars. 
And this is a great chance for everyone to experience new stories in a new way, in a beautiful visual art style. Yeah, like you know, like I like I said, I wasn't. I'm not a massive fan of this style of um, you know TV slash cinema. But even I was sat back going, okay, that looks quite interesting. That looks interesting. Wow, that looks cool. Okay, I want to watch that. Oh, that looks interesting. You know what I mean? Like, and plus it then branches out to a new audience of people. Absolutely. So it, it's it is a good way. Do we know much about a droid story? Do we know what what that's about? I imagine it's a story about a droid. About droids. Uh, I do don't we, know do much. Do we think like I mean, could it be an R two one? Could it be a BB eight? You know I don't think it's. I think they're probably going to create new stories. Let me have a look. Let me see what the old uh, Google says. Let me. Um, because there was one more thing about... Because um, obviously we have got the Book of Boba, which I don't know if much has been like released about it or hinted at it, rumours. I would say they don't need to do anything about Bo- Book of Boba Fett. You've got the title. It's about Boba Fett. Drop it! Boom. Um, do you reckon that would just be a one-series wonder? I don't know. Do you not? I think there's a possibility. It, it depends. It might be... That they build it all up and Boba Fett will be dead at the end of it. Depends. It could be that actually he then takes part. Maybe there's a new series after Ahsoka, after um, Mando Season 3, after Book of Boba Fett. There's just a new series. Yeah. Star Wars Beyond, let's call it. Yeah. Um, and that then that all these characters take place in that. I, I just don't know. I mm. think that's what's that's what's so exciting. Um, I'll be honest. One thing, one, I mean, I think we had a slight tease about it earlier in the year but I'm looking forward to Rogue Squadron only because obviously as a as a spaceship guy it's going to be fun to see that I know it's being directed by Patty Jenkins yes because I remember there was that teaser where she puts on an aircraft I think it's an X-Wing helmet as she walks away I thought yeah that was cool I'm looking forward to seeing that one because uh, if I'm not mistaken in Law Rogue Squadron was indeed Wedge Antilles' squadron it was there was a couple of, there's, a, there's many comics and books about it I have believe have you seen when this is set no, I haven't. After Rise of Skywalker. Oh, is it? So, this is why I am not as excited for this one. You know me, I'm all uh, about the Jedi yeah. and the Sith and the spiritual side of Star Wars. But, you know, I enjoy a good dogfight every yeah, now and yeah. again. But for me, it, it, it's confusing because Rogue Squadron, yes. If you'd given me that pre- premise but told me it wasn't after Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I'd like, be more interested, yes, yeah. Because it's Wedge, like you said, it's Wedge. Yeah. You could probably get some of the old characters in there. Look at me, I'm talking like, what was I just saying about going making your going own canon? Forward, just um, <laughs> but I think because it's called Rogue Squadron, it's very, Rogue Squadron to me hits home of Wedge Antilles, Luke Skywalker, you know, all those pilots. Yeah. Um, the it's, fact that it's set after Rise of Skywalker also poses the challenge of who's your who's your villain going to be? Because supposedly the Empire is, or the, the final order yeah. is destroyed. So, yeah. Now, what would be good, I suppose, is if, if actually they showed the remnants of the final order yeah. and actually do what they didn't do for six, after six, which was show the Imperial remnants and show yeah. them getting destroyed and, and hunted down. So maybe it becomes something like that. I don't know. Um, I think that is the one I'm, I'm least excited about, mm. purely because I, I suppose it's because I don't know much about it. Yeah. Um, and I don't. It's so new. I, I I don't know enough to get excited. I don't know who the characters are. I know it's, you know, it it's post Rise of Skywalker, 
with a name that belonged in the past. Yeah. And so I'm a bit I'm a bit like tentative. Tell and it's, me and more. it's, and Tell it's me not more. a TV show, it's a film. It is. So. so it's it's you know, it's gonna be a lot of a lot of new in one film, which, you know, it's not impossible, not, it's yeah, been it's done not before. Bad. Yeah. Um but I think it's it's got a lot of work to do to convince me in the sense of I need I need to get excited for it and they haven't excited me for it mm. yet. But there's plenty more stuff coming first. Yeah. Um so obviously where's my phone? I saved a lovely image that I that someone had posted on Instagram of uh, an actor, an actor that had supposedly been cast as in the role of Ezra Bridger. Now, oh, yes. my question to you would be: out of these shows, which one, which show would he sit into nicely? So, do you think Mandalorian? Do you think Ahsoka? Do you think maybe Andor? I would definitely say Ahsoka. I think the whole point. If you think back to the end of Rebels, um, Ezra and Ezra and the giant space whales um, had kidnapped Thrawn, or, or you know, held Thrawn hostage on his own star destroyer, and you know, biologically taken him into hyperspace yeah. and taken him somewhere else. At the very end, you had Sabine Wren, and visited by Ahsoka, now back from with the, that lovely mural, wasn't it? Absolutely, she was. You know, Ahsoka returned from her time. Um, outside of time, the, the world being world between worlds, and um, they went to go find Ezra. And so I think Ahsoka's the, the the series of Ahsoka I think is going to be about finding Ezra. That could be that could be a cool because what was what did I'm sure you could probably answer this question. That weird black realm with all like the white spiral. Yeah, the what, world between worlds is that was that what it's called? Mm. Ah, so yeah. I'm trying to find this bloody post. Yeah, that was the um, the the kind of the Star Wars. It's the guy from Aladdin, isn't it? It might be. Yeah, yeah. It might have been. That yeah, game, I think that, I think that would be brilliant. Yeah. Um, I, I I really do. I I I have no problems to him. I mean, I'm hoping that he's not going to be singing because <laughs> yeah. I don't think that would fit. A Star, a Star Wars musical probably would not be the <laughs> would be the last <laughs> thing probably I want to see. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be. You know, I think that would be the one that he fits in most with because Ahsoka has that link to Thrawn. Um, I think it'd also be good to then get, you know, you've got Sabine Wren, who is a Mandalorian. That might then tie in very nicely, um, because I know Sabine Wren did at one point hold the Darksaber, so yeah. she was Mandalore. Um, she then gave it to... Um, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan, thank you. And um, and then that's when Bo-Katan, you know, Bo-Katan lost it eventually, we don't know how. Yeah. So it's, it's so many possibilities. I don't think the only one I don't think we have talked about is Lando. Yeah, Lando. Do do we think Childish Gambino is going to be coming back? Reprising? Uh, I imagine so. I imagine so. But I if think. that's the case, do we think Old and Aaron Reich will? See, this is this is where I think they're making. This is where I wouldn't do it quite like this because I think if you focus on a character, you limit yourself. Mm. I would love to see scum and villainy a Star Wars story or a Star Wars series. I'd love to see that kind of. Behind, you know, the, the the gangster side, yeah, of that time between three and four. Would here's something that might not cross, cross people's. What about an R-rated TV show? No. So, well, I'm not talking swearing. I'm talking more graphic. Like you see more weapons to a body when you get shot by a blaster, I for example. You and linking into that scum and villainy, you see spice. It's a drug. I th- I definitely think. There is an average. There isn't a possibility. I'd, I'd, for I'd it. like to see 
the inclusion of spice because it's always touched upon. Mm. It's like it's not the spice your mum has in the kitchen, kids. No. But uh, Ain't we no do paprika. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to remember though. This is something that should be accessible for for everyone, mm. and I think so far, I mean, I wouldn't show Revenge of the Sith to a child, yeah, until they were like ten or eleven or twelve. Yeah. I think it's a twelve A. I can't remember, but um, I think there doesn't need the gore, um, the violence. You can take so far, yeah. I it doesn't add to the story when you're showing you know, brains coming out. And actually, the, the the delight of Star Wars is actually, with the science behind it, you know, blaster bolts, lightsabers. They, it's quick. They cauterize. Yeah. There's no, no blood. Gore. Yeah. I think it's cheaper. Yeah. It's less effects reliant. And actually, it doesn't d- take away from your story. I've never seen a story be made better um, because you could see someone's brains exploding. Yeah. You get that moment of, oh, but <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think, I definitely think, yes, they could deal with more adult themes. Yeah. And you could show addiction and spice. Um, I mean, in Venice, they do dip into it in terms of like within everything because obviously there's slavery. Absolutely. I mean, it's banned in the Republic, but then in the Outer Rim, there's a lot of places that have it. I think one of the episodes of The Bad Batch dealt with it. Yeah. You know, episode one focuses heavily on slavery. So so you can deal with those yeah. with those topics and you can get into yeah. the quite adult themes that actually will probably go over a kid's head. Yeah. But you don't need to be gratuitous gratuitous, gratuitous with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's pretty much all the shows. Mm. Um I don't think there's anything else in terms of films. Yeah, it's literally that that exposé that they that was a couple of I think it was last year. Mm. that laid out well why don't you guys let us know what are you what TV show are you or show and film what are you most excited for and why and why what are your predictions for Mandalorian season 3 and what did you think of the Bad Batch did you enjoy it Uh, did it live up to the hype are you excited for a season 2 let us know in the comments below and uh, in the meantime if you haven't already like the vid share comment And obviously, most importantly, hit the subscribe button. It does help us out in in terms of growing. Um, Obviously, we will be putting Spotify and and Apple Pod Podcast, Apple Apple Podcast links below. So go and check those. (laughs) Go check those out. And in the meantime, um, we are planning to do commentary watch-alongs for all the all the Star Wars and. Potentially, maybe we might even do it for Mandalorian season three. Do you know what I think? That like some kind of reaction would be quite yeah, cool. That would be quite yeah, fun. So might have to do that remotely. Let, again, yeah. let us know if That'd you'd enjoy to see that, and uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Goodbye.